That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is behind um nope that's actually part nope. of the audio issues Lisa and i just uh, we were... just graduated from uh phoenix online uh, itt tech itt tech phoenix <laughs> phoenix itt dry tech yes. institute uh um, we our like audio was not picking up yeah um, but you know what 45 minutes later and we didn't scream or break anything no i was actually i was very impressed with you uh, with me is this why you're wearing these glasses now i put these glasses on because i'm so smart uh, audio now because now. i'm an official audio tech engineer now nothing changes the fact that these are non-prescription glasses uh, but you know what i truly i've said this before but even just that then it really surprises me that i admire this about you <laughs> oh god nope you are like a do-it-yourself fixer about literally everything because everything we could not get so we record through the camera and like you ran inside and grabbed the manual and i was like not once in my eight <laughs> plus some wait how old are you again let's years. remember your fake age i was born in 2012 okay so eight, eight not at no point eight years uh-huh. uh have i if anything's ever gone wrong have i ever pulled out a manual <laughs> Well, that makes you, like you're always saying, the man in the relationship, so... And then, well, not only that, but I immediately call somebody, like, even if they're an expert or not, like... No, you started just yelling out names of people, like... I was like, call Gabby! Call Gabby! Gabby." I was like, Catherine, Gabby doesn't know anything about my camera, or Um, uh, anything, so... I was like, but but I don't... You're like, who do we need to call? Who do we need... I was like, me, I've got a manual. You went and grabbed a manual. I didn't even... I didn't even know people kept manuals. Oh, I keep manuals. I thought manuals uh, were to pad the packaging. <laughs> yeah, so that the, the electronics don't get hurt yeah. on, on their way to yeah, you. Yeah, and then once you get it, you're like, well, toss you that in the trash. Toss that. Yeah. That's, um, called, that's called the ingenuity of a child from the 80s. Because... You really... I mean, with literally... I mean, we just saw it in your backyard and like... We did. And I was like, I didn't even know lay people do that. You don't know lay people put their own saw down. Lay people? Um... Layman, layman, <laughs> lay people. Yes, that's why it's called lay people because you lay your own side. It Boom, is. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I like to just figure shit out. I, I like one of my biggest fears in life is to be in a group or in a situation and me not know how to save everybody or fix everything. Yeah, I'm the first one. It's like, okay, guys, we had a good run. Let's all kill ourselves. <laughs> and everybody's like um it's just check the breaker yeah we we just (laughs) you're ready to jump off the roof and it's just just switch a breaker and like guys guys wasn't it fun wasn't it fun wasn't it a good time yeah not me i'm like just batting down the hatches i've got candles let's go out before we get any more wrinkles you know like i don't want to know what wrinkles are like Oh, but we figured it out. We figured it out. Hey, we're, I would say we're do it yourselfers, but I'm a do it myselfer. And then Catherine is still hanging out. I just, I'm like, she's, she just is the cute one, you know? I was just, (laughs) I started to Google and I was just throwing 
letters and numbers in, into Google. I was like, Canon XR external audio. There's lots of solid blocks. XA10, but that's um, fine. Yeah. Uh, we figured it out though, y'all, yeah. because here at Cheaties, um, we get shit done. We're also uh, broke and can't afford. And we cannot afford anything. <laughs> so, yes. But hey, we will because we are going to manifest this podcast into a bigger thing because people need to hear our voices and they need to hear these callers and speaking of callers we're gonna call it a caller we are an hour behind um but <laughs> you forget uh, we're not she, live on the air yeah, so it's okay she she's actually reached out out to us like within one of our first episodes we ever released oh yes um and it was a, but she emailed us this and like i've purposely did not read same the story because it's it the the first two paragraphs we read were insane and I was like well I don't I want to know yeah I read the beginning of it it was so interesting that I I said the same thing I never wanted to read through the rest of the email and that's why y'all we tell you don't text us or email us or it it don't don't tell us your stories call that number we'll say it again up top at the beginning of the pod if y'all usually dip out before the end of the pod we're about to call a caller but y'all seriously tell us your cheating stories what's that number Catherine five no wow you're already off I don't know. I was just. What's the number, Catherine? I just, I was, I had just put in so many numbers into Google. I was, I'm discombobulated. You're like the number is Canon. Uh, Canon. 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 XA. Canon XLR. Um, number is eight 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 Stabby eight. That's eight 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 seven eight two seven eight two 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 nine eight. So call that number. Leave us like a teaser voicemail that that just tells us enough about it that makes us want to hear the rest because we can't react in real time if we know the whole story. Yeah, we're gonna be like, so no way. Let me guess what happens next. Yeah, we wanted to be real for y'all. We want to hear it at the same time our our listeners are hearing it. So y'all, this is gonna be a good one. This one's gonna be a great one. We know it is because it was like nineteen paragraphs long in that email. (laughs) But we finally were able to get a hold of her, get a voicemail, and we're ready to go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to call Tori. Yeah. Hello. Tori! Tori! Hey, are oh. you guys okay? We <laughs> okay? Are. Okay is the is the only correct term to use for what we are uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, we've been, uh, Lace pulled out some manual that was 400 pages long and started flipping pages. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a minute. <laughs> Oh, we tried. Yeah, I, mean, I like I like pretended to type stuff into Google. Yeah, when but... Catherine says we, she means I. I did all of the work and I figured out how to make it work, yeah. and she just held okay, back. Catherine's blonde, so yeah, true, and so, she she and plays I, it well. And I I worked so hard. I just sat here and tried. Yeah. So Tori, we have been. Uh, here's the deal. We just told our listeners before we. You're live on the pod, by the way. Um, we told the listeners beforehand that we don't know the full story because we didn't want to spoil it. So we've never read the full initial email you sent us. Was that- uh, well, it was like an entire fucking manuscript, so I don't blame you. Like honestly, I got done like writing that because I'd never really written down everything that happened. And I just pressed send and I sent it to you and I was like, oh, bitch, like, this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like a lot. And also we we didn't want to spoil it, but we're also a little lazy. So we didn't. Well, I mean, but the first two paragraphs, I was like, good God. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was like, well, yeah. if there's more of this, then I need it. We need it. I need to hear live. Totally. Yeah, I, I've got the, I've got the story for you. Okay. okay. Well, okay. we're, we're ready. So take us on this cheating adventure. Yes. Set the scene. Take us there. Um, from the beginning. 20 years old 
mm-hmm. and um, I met my ex-husband, and he was 26, and he just, like, swept me off my feet, you know, like, tall, handsome, um, from a great family. They always and are. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just never really had a guy, like, so instantly, um, go, like, do so much for me, you know, right. in retrospect, it was like being love bombed, right? I'm sure this is a term that y'all are familiar with. Since this is, you know, a podcast that you're doing. It is. No, honestly, no one's, I have, I am loosely familiar with that term, but no one has used that term on the pod actually. Okay. So why don't we, yeah, as being a blonde, I do not know what that means. Yeah. So, so if basically it's where, um, it's typically used by narcissists, not exclusively, but people with narcissistic personality disorder do tend to start out with this. So it's, uh, in my example, I was having him send me money to get my hair and nails done, like go shopping. He would send me purses. Um, he would just send me these like long letters of like adoration. We moved in with each other within like three and a half months. It was just like so intense, so fast. And, you know, I'm 20 and I've just never really experienced anything like this. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this is love. Yeah. Because you're like being courted uh, times 10. Yeah. Yeah. Times a hundred all of a sudden. And here's the thing, Tori, is many, many guests that we've had on have discussed, have discussed this and described this in this way. They just weren't using this term. So I know, and I'm always, always wary of people who are way too far in too early. Oh, it's a huge red flag. You don't know that when you're 20. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why it happens to us when we're young, usually, because we're just not familiar. People as well. Right. It does. It happens to everybody. But like, if you've never experienced it before, you're so, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like you're vulnerable. Well, you're vulnerable to it happening. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, so the the guy that cheated on me in that case is very much that kind of situation. He told me he loved me three days in. Oh yeah. So oh, this yeah. is all that's textbook. That's yeah, this textbook. all makes sense. Oh okay. my God. I'm so glad you're te- like literally giving us this term and using it in the story well, because you. my background is actually, uh, in psychology. Oh. <laughs> Love it. And I wanted to do marriage and family therapy and you know, that fact that I'm divorced, the irony of that doesn't escape me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just makes you real. Yeah. And it makes it, it, it means that you have real life examples too, to use to help other couples, which is yeah. fantastic. So, okay. I'm already loving this conversation. So he's All right. courting you. Um, love bombing her. Love, he's love, he's love bombing you. Do, does he know what he's doing? Oh yeah. And, um, just from talking to other women that have reached out to me since we, uh, ended our relationship, like this is what he does to everyone but he's just able to do it on a much grander scale now because he has the means Mm. Mm -hmm. so you know me I was going and getting you know money sent to me to get my nails done or a purse or you know this that and the other but these women that he had relationships with more recently they're going to Hawaii they're getting Rolexes like they're getting you know some serious incentives to be in this relationship Wait, okay. who are these women? Is this after your relationship? Yeah, so, I mean, I just did, like, a, a very, like, 
a grand leap into the arc line of the story. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was just... Roll it back real quick. Okay, okay. Yeah. We were married for, uh, let's see, six years. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we were married... We got married in uh, 2014. We were married for four years, but we were together for... Oh, shit. I can't do math, y'all. Five. How long ago did y'all get divorced? Uh, it was final in 2018. Okay. So y'all were together, what, five-ish years or something? Uh, we lived together for eight years. We were married oh, wow. for four. Okay. Oh, married for okay. four. Okay. okay. We got it. Okay. Got, got it. Got it. Got it. So you, you date, so you lived together for four, married for four. Yes. Got okay. it. All right. So eight years total. Got it. So anyway, um, we were together for four years before we got married. We were engaged. We got engaged really quickly, actually. Um, I was still like in college, like in a sorority. I was the only girl who was engaged. It was like some hot bitch shit. You know? Oh, what? yeah. The yeah. First girl to get engaged. What was everybody telling you? Like, oh, they thought he was great. Really? So oh, they were. Yeah. Loved him. I mean, he, my God, like, I remember the first time my mom sat him, she's like, oh, this is the man you're going to marry. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He pulled one over on everyone. Like, I remember one time I was at class and he was hanging out with my mom. I didn't know he was hanging out with my mom. And we had this, like, half acre of land in the back of our property that has just been, like, overgrown with kudzu for as long as I can remember. And he went out there and, like, mowed it all down and, like, made a fire pit and hung up a swing and a tree for me. And I came home and, like, he's with my mom and they, like, have been bonding all day and making me, like, a, like a tree swing. That's... And I was like, holy shit, like, you are, like... Just Prince Charming. Yeah, yeah that's like that's rom com shit. Right I know. There. I was literally about that's only what happened in a movie where you'd be like, ha, 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 no one could ever do that. That yeah, that only happens in rom coms and like Trading Spaces or whatever. Yeah, exactly. On, on HGTV, yeah. home yeah. makeovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's insanity. Yeah. He, went, he went like hard in the paint, like one over my whole family. <laughs> my friends loved him, like my best friend. He was friends with, like, I mean, and I was, I'm still friends with all of his friends like we still have a relationship yeah so, you know we were very vested in each other mm-hmm. it just felt it felt perfect you know yeah yeah wow but as things started to progress I just noticed that there were little things that would happen here and there and he was always able to come up with like a really great convincing explanation like heartfelt um but you know as a 30 year old woman if any of these things had happened to me now, I'd be like, uh, yeah, no, fuck. We're not doing this. Right. So give us an example of one of the things that like came up that you started noticing and, you know, you knew something was up. Um, okay. It's kind of hard because like, honestly, like so, so many things happened that I sort of like buried them away. And like, I forgot about, these things but then like a girlfriend would bring it up and she'd be like hey remember the time when you know he did this that and the other and I was like oh fuck like yeah that happened I I, yeah. I have to be honest I'd, I'd done the same thing in the long-term relationship that I was in too that in my 20s that he cheated on me and all that I also compartmentalized things and put them away and just yeah, it's a defense mechanism oh totally sure yeah to survival yeah and friends will remind me of terrible things that he did. I'm like, holy shit. He did. 
run out of, yeah, he ran out of that Foster the People concert and knocked over that security guard on the way out. Yeah, Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, and even like years and years and years later, it still drives you insane. It still makes me angry. Yeah. So I'll just get like a flash of something and be like, oh shit. Like I completely forgot this occurred. That's so crazy. I mean, God, there's so many. I can't even like, um, okay, here's one. So I, one evening was in my closet and I was going to get my purse. And he was asleep. And so I think I was, like, going out to meet some girlfriends or something. I don't remember exactly what the context was. I do remember it being early in our relationship and that I was maybe, like, 21, 22. Mm -hmm. And his phone was in this purse. But this is a purse that I don't carry. Like, I have a lot of purses. Mm -hmm. So he just, like, chose a purse to put his phone in. And I was like, what the fuck? So I pull his phone out. And the first thing I see are, like, messages from some girl that he's planning to, like, hook up with in Athens. What? Like, when he's supposed to be at work. And so I, like, contacted the girl, and I was like, who is this? What's going on? She's like, oh, I met him on this dating website. And so, like, he's asleep, and I go online to this dating website and just type in his height and his eye color. And, like, I find him. Like, there's his dating profile. Uh, I, I, lo- I love that you did that. This is so something I would have done. I love it. How did you know to type in height and... Because she knew he wouldn't be in there. like a fucking, like, level nine detective at this point. Right? Uh, and you would not have... She knew it wasn't going to be under his name. So that's... Damn. Look in the category, man. Oh, so smart. I love it. I love wow. it. Wow. So you... He was actively dating other people early on in your relationship. Yeah, I mean, like, in retrospect, like, God, there were so many. But the thing was, like, he was so clever that I could never catch him outright cheating. He would always, like, make up some sort of narrative that would, like, pretty much center on blaming the other woman involved. Sure. Like, they they were in love with him. They were they were yeah. enamored. They had a they had a crush. They yeah. were flirting. All what, that. Yeah. What was this excuse? Oh, my God. I This is, like... Uh, this is bringing back my own relationship. Yeah, like, the phone in the purse nightmares. is blowing me yeah. away right now, by so, the way. So, what was this excuse? I mean, I, to be honest, Catherine, I can't remember. Like, I'm telling, like, this is just, like, one little, there's so much worse. There's yeah. so much worse and there's so much more that I just, I can't remember everything. But he always had such a way of, like, explaining things away. And then he would just, again, like, really show out for me as a partner, like just take care of all my needs, like make me feel really good about myself, do gestures that he knew that were meaningful to me. Like I, that I thought there's no way that this man doesn't love me. Like I am just, I'm being silly. Yeah. Yeah. I, when like I was, I was, uh, talking to my, my boyfriend now. Cause he was like, why would, why didn't you just like get up and leave? Like, cause I oh, was yeah. like, giving him example after example. <clears throat> and I said, like, I was like, I can't, it's like in the moment. And especially somebody that knows how to flip any scenario oh, yeah. to change the narrative. It, when it's happening to you in the moment, you're like, you don't want to, to believe the hard truth. And it's, and it's like, you want to hear anything that is not what you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because you don't want to, it's, it's, you're in the moment, you're in the reality and it's so much, your brain, it's like, a, maybe like another defense mechanism where your brain's like, well, maybe this could be true. Maybe oh, yeah. his okay, excuse is true. Feasible. And also like not to 
mention, like, the biggest thing is, like, you fucking love them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of it, you love them and you don't want to believe that they would do something like that to you. So, okay, so keep taking us uh, in the direction you want to. We don't want to keep interrupting the story too much. That is what we do. But, (laughs) But, Uh, yeah, please interject whenever. Uh, So we uh, we were married. We were in Atlanta for, um, I want to say, like, a year and a half. And he was just always, like, I always knew that he was going to be successful because he just had like every component of a successful person. Like he had this crazy work ethic. He was so smart, so charming, just like worked his ass off. And so I just, I knew that career wise he was going places and that's a big reason that I supported him and that I maybe excused some of his behavior. Cause I thought, you know, he's just working so hard because he wants to provide for us and sure. make good things happen for our family. Sure. And so he got this job offer in Florida and um, he took it like without consulting me at all. He basically was like, yeah, we're going to be moving to Florida in the next month. And it was weird because like he traveled so much when we were, I mean, he was gone the majority of the time that we lived in Atlanta. And I was cool with that because I had my own thing going on. Like, sure. I enjoyed being able to do whatever I wanted. And this and, is this is while you're married, right? So you're been, you've been married for a year and a half or so, you said? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. And then he does, so as a, as a married couple, he takes a job in another state and does not tell you ahead of time. Just, no, it, it was like a major point of contingency, like with my, my mom. She was like, this is fucked up. You know, yeah. like, you can't, you can't just, accept a job and then expect you to like, cause I had just started like wedding coordinating and like the thing about that industry is it's all about like who, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it, but he was like, look, you know, I've been doing this like nonprofit, but it hadn't been formally established. I would take the flowers after the weddings and like repurpose them and donate them to hospice facilities. Sure. That's great. And he was like, I want you to focus on this. Like, let's spend the money to make your nonprofit come to life. Don't worry about working. We're set financially. Just focus on what you want to do and what makes you happy. And then, you know, taking care of the house and our marriage. And I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Sure. You know? Yeah. And so I moved down to Florida with him and he, you know, he did support me forming this nonprofit. He paid for it. And that's what I did. I was like in Fort Lauderdale, um, doing my nonprofit. I joined the junior league. Like I just oh, spent wow. all my time doing charity work. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, um, I got a, I got a message in my Instagram DMs, and I like I didn't even know how to check those back in the day, right? Yeah, I think I didn't either for a long. I think once I figured out how to do it, I had so many things that it was like years back. And I was like, ooh, sorry. (laughs) Can I still do your show three years later? Yeah. Oopsie. So I just randomly one afternoon, and we'd been living there maybe two months tops, checked my Instagram DMs, and this girl had sent me a message. I'm talking like really soon after my marriage like really soon after our wedding telling me that he was in a relationship with her (gasps) and like when he was traveling to florida that like they were together wow this is the wildest thing about it all how is he so successful 
and still juggling all of these relationships. Well, he's successful, this Catherine. Like, this is um, small fish compared to like what happens. Oh my God, I can't wow. wait to get there. There's still, there's still more. Okay. Ah, okay. So, all how right. long have you been in? Um, how long have you been in Florida when you read this? Okay, two months. Okay, but you're what? And, like, I had just like uprooted my life, moved all my shit. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the this is the worst. Like this is the worst case scenario to be in. Yeah. You've just uprooted your life for somebody, and then you're finding out that that they've they're in a full blown relationship with someone else, probably in the town you moved to. Oh, do oh yeah. Oh, like I relied on him financially completely, and like in retrospect, this was a really unhealthy dynamic. You know. Oh, of course. The way that it was Totally. Oh yeah. I literally don't have the money to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's fully controlling you. Yep. He can keep tabs on you too. And he can go and gallivant while you're housekeeping. And so I, you know, confronted him about it and he just broke down like this whole theatrical. He loves me so much. He's, you know, just, he has really bad self-esteem and stems back from his childhood. And like, I don't think that any of this is not true. I'm sure that this is all valid. Yeah. But at the same time, like, this is no excuse to act as, like, he met this girl on a dating site. This isn't like, this isn't somebody that he like ran into in the wild and had a connection. Sure. Human beings, I get fucking up. Like you sought to go outside of our marriage. Right. Yeah. But here's what they, they always do that, Tori. This is, I, uh, this is what my ex did when I confronted him when he cheated on me and, and he tried to act like he had low self-esteem and this, that, and the other mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. He did mm-hmm. that to me. I think yours did that mine, to you. Mine said, well, you know, she just started ta- listening to me and I, yeah. and you hadn't listened to me in years and it just was so oh, nice for someone to listen, listen oh, to me. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. her fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, this is, I mean, this is classic. This is yeah. all textbook. So, so yeah. far. Okay. So how did you, yeah. Like, like I love you so much we are married we have family together like and not to say that anyone is like a perfect spouse but like I was damn near a perfect wife sure mm-hmm. yeah and my thought is there's something wrong with you and I love you enough to help you figure this out because I know that any person that loves themselves would not put themselves in the position to lose what we have right right? yeah so we went the therapy route and we did therapy for two years and spent I mean god like thousands thousands of dollars in therapy and I felt like we were really making progress like I was really getting to understand like some of some of the reasons that he was so insecure sure which is baffling because like you meet this person and he's just so charming and smart and handsome and you know you would think that he's just the last person in the world that would worry about what people think about him or like you know himself right right but that so yeah oh go ahead well i just like i think some people they are so charming because they are so 
torn on the inside. Yeah, that they're, they're like covering up something yeah, so like, deep. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and that's where that comes from, I think. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then it got to the point where we were, um, we got this really cute apartment. We were living on this island um, in this cool part of town, and, like, I just loved my life. You yeah, know, like we had a, a good group of friends. Like I felt like I was doing stuff that was meaningful to me in the community. And um, I did not enjoy living in Florida in particular, but I was just making it work. Sure. And so he started his own company outside of the company that he was working for. And like when he first told me about this idea, and it's so crazy, he just found like this completely random niche in a technological market that he had no experience in. I mean, he had minimal experience in. Mm -hmm. And he just became obsessed and like so competent of like the ins and out of this industry that it was impressive to hear him speak about. Right. Like, you just listen to him and you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Of course I support that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And so his business concept like really started coming to fruition like people were interested in this product and he was like making money and he was you know building these systems out of our apartment and um around that time we had started talking about starting a family and my thing was i don't want to start a family away from my support system yeah. right which is in Atlanta. And I was like, I'm happy to start a family, but we have to go back to Atlanta because I can't do it here by myself, especially because he works and travels so much. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's not too much to ask. That makes total sense. You would be essentially, for the most part, a single mom if he's traveling all the time. Right. And to like, to like know you're going into it that way, that, that would be terrifying. Yeah. That would, that makes yeah. perfect sense. And so, um, he really wanted to, like, he was the one that pushed this, by the way. And, like, that's, that's something that I kind of, like, blocked out. It's another one of those things that, like, until my friends started mentioning, like, oh, yeah, I remember this. He was the one really pushing for this. You were terrified. Like, when I first found out, I had stopped taking my birth control for one month. And I got pregnant the following month. And I was terrified. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to be a mom. Like, this is always how I have envisioned my future but not at 28 like living at like I wanted to travel more I wanted to you know just have a little bit more free time but sure. it happened so quickly sure when and I wasn't expecting it to and so I were you, know, you were you still in Florida at the time I was yeah okay and so I was like well okay this is what's <laughs> I mean I remember I I called one of my girlfriends and I told her she's like what are you gonna do yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean? What am I gonna do? I'm fucking married. Yeah, yeah. I did this on purpose. This was yeah. planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, we'll get through this. Yeah, I'll drive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I started like, you know, he was like, well, you know, things are going good with the business, but we still aren't at the place where we can move. I'm talking to other people that might be willing to partner with me or that I could do some consulting work. I'm talking to the Atlanta branch of the company I am currently with, like his full-time job. Cause he had this full-time job with a major 
um, firm, mm -hmm. but then he had this little side hustle. Sure. It was starting to, you know, take off, but it just took up so much of his time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so he was like, yeah, I'm talking to the Atlanta branch to, talk, to think about transferring, but I need you to start looking for houses here in Florida just in case. <laughs> because we were living in like a apartment that was just not at all conducive to having a child. It was like up a, a big flight of stairs. Sure. Like just, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a one bedroom. Yeah. So I was looking for houses and like I house hunted every fucking day for two months. And every house that I looked at just didn't work out. And I got to the point where I was like frustrated and like, I'm not a super religious person, but I was praying. I was like, God, why is this so hard? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do I just like roadblock after roadblock? And then I was, I was kind of bummed out because my first trimester was rough. I was getting sick a lot. And, um, my ex was like, I'm going to fly your friends down for the weekend. We'll go to the Keys. Um, we're just going to have a good time. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. I really need this right now. Sure. Here, so, here he comes in again, fixing everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These, like, grand gestures. Yeah. Sure. So um, my girlfriends come to town. And the whole weekend, he's just being a fucking asshole, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, such a dick. And I remember I was sitting at a restaurant um, with him and my girlfriends one night and I got this like I don't know if it was like an alert for Bank of America or I was just checking my balance because we had a joint account and I saw that there was a charge for flowers and mm -hmm. so I was like oh I'm gonna get some flowers yeah but mm -hmm. interesting you're out of town so okay mm -hmm. but so I you know I'm waiting for my flowers never get my flowers and so mm. I think like the following day and like this whole weekend is just a shit show like I like we go to the keys like he's in the car like speeding super fast you're pregnant yeah oh and he was like smoking cigarettes and I was like can you please not smoke wow a, in the car b in front of me because I'm pregnant right yeah, you know and like that's What's another thing that he refused to so, so he was a smoker the whole time? Yeah. And like, you know, I wish you would quit. And this was like a conversation that we had. It's like, hey, we're going to have a kid. You can't really be doing this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, he couldn't even like make a car ride with me. Wow. Without like smoking. And it was just, it was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And so they left on, I want to say Sunday. And so. I see the charge for the flowers and I'm like, the fuck is this? I never got flowers. Mm -hmm. and this is three days ago. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Oh, I ordered flowers for my grandmother. <sighs> she just had eye surgery, which was true. She did. Yeah. But he and his, his grandmother and me, we still have a close relationship, but mm. like we talked when I was pregnant, we talked like once a week. And one thing about her, she's like, you know, just a really elegant, like, from a woman from a different time and she sends thank you notes for like you could sneeze on her and she will send you a thank you note right 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 <laughs> yeah okay like her and i were in a constant year-long thank you note like just it never ended story. yeah War. thank you thank yeah. you for your thank you note yeah, no thank, thank you for thank your you. thank you note thank no you so much for the stamp you put on it so yeah i know i yeah, I, yeah. I have so, i have like, some thank you note friends no so. way that she got a like $130 bouquet 
bouquet of flowers and didn't send a thank you note. Sure. And so I called her and she was like, oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't receive flowers. Oh, my gosh. Maybe it got delivered to the wrong address. Yeah. And so, but in my mind, like, bells were going off. In my oh, head. of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's like, oh, my God, let me check into it. Yeah. Now she's, now she's got grandma running around after eye surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Threatening the neighbors <laughs> to give her flowers. <laughs> Threatening the neighbors to I give mean, her flowers. You just dragged grandma into this? Yeah, this, this is fucked up. This is so fucked up. Uh-uh. First, first response. Yeah. yeah, not cool. Not cool. Um, so <laughs> I called 1 800 Flowers because this was from our joint checking account. And I saw that he sent them to this woman in San Diego who works for a company that he's. Uh, was partnered with like, huh. in the very early stages of his company, and he'd been going to San Diego a lot lately. Hold tight. Is this the full-time job, or is this his little side hustle job? This is his side hustle. Okay, okay so that's side, side hustle. hustle. There's some more sides to the side mm-hmm. hustle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and, like, I... I looked this bitch up, and she, like, is... 20, like, in her early 20s, she has fucking braces. Oh, my God. She is living with her boyfriend. Wow. And so I confront him about it. He's at work. He While is, while he's at work, his full-time job creates a fake 1-800-Flowers receipt showing that it was delivered to his grandmother's house. Like, just Photoshop the document and send it to me. Wow. This guy is so next level. This is, the, like, I keep hearing, because usually you'd be like, okay, flowers, whatever. But it's always the little tiny details that mm-hmm. really kind of tip you off. Mm-hmm. And, well, and he, it's like your intuition more than anything. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And yeah, you know. You know. You know that th- that wasn't right. You knew when you saw that flower receipt that wasn't right. You tried yeah, to tell yourself. I knew. And, like, yeah. I... I just like went into panic mode. I was like, what the fuck? We have just spent thousands of dollars on therapy. We have just gotten to a really good place. I am fucking You're pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. yeah. You're what is wrong with you? Because the crazy what I kept thinking when you said that you've been that y'all went to therapy for two years. So he was in therapy, like getting deep down real honest, mm-hmm. but also lying mm-hmm. in therapy so for two years. Things, Catherine, this is one of the things that really was just a punch in the gut for me that I needed to wake up. Our therapist that we worked with, and like I mentioned to you, this is my background, so I researched like the best marriage and family therapists to practice this method, the Gottman method, that I think is the most successful marriage and family therapy tactic. And she's like the number one chick in Florida to practice this. Right. And so um, I called her after I knew that it was confirmed that he was cheating on me and she was just floored. And she said, Tori, like this is hard for me to admit, but like, I am really questioning my ability as a practitioner to recognize when somebody is lying to me and when they have a personality disorder. Like it shook my therapist. Okay. That's a horrible sign. Holy shit. Like, but, but is that on her or is that just meaning that he is 
No, he's that good. He's that good. He's that good. He's that good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm like, I'm sure there's way more to this story, but here's the thing that's swirling around in my head is I'm, I'm always trying to think like in the other shoes. And I'm like, if he would have just said, oh, those were flowers for my business partner. Oh, that's what he said, Lace. I mean, of course he said that. That's the fucking first thing he said. Oh, we have a business thing. She just like got a bunch of business blah, blah, blah. But no, but he said grandma. But he said grandma first, though. Second, but that's a lot like why lie the why lie the first time like i'll never believe you again because i caught you in that lie the first time so the second lie is so fuck like if he lied then clearly he's covering something mm-hmm. up so the next excuse is not you're not gonna win me over with that you're not gonna fool me with the second excuse but he kept like i know but he's been doing this literally our entire marriage so he oh probably like thought he could pull it off yeah. Okay, so you Okay, so, so he showed you the receipt for fake the grandma. Fake receipt. Uh-huh. And grandma's yeah. still out there looking for her flowers. <laughs> yeah, she's just out trying to figure out who stole her flowers yeah. from her grandma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's gotta get a private investigator yeah. for that. She's she's spent thousands. Thousands. Okay, so you okay. so he shows you the receipt for And how do you so yeah. show it to me? He emailed it, he's at work. Uh-huh. He comes home and I am like fucking full jungle tilt livid sure right and so he manages to like calm me down explain away you know this that and the other and we got to a place where i was like okay i was just overreacting (sighs) like you're very attractive people have crushes on you oh my god trying to get business for your company like i mean that's just that's what i thought like Mm -hmm. that's what i was you know manipulated into thinking so then he goes to bed uh, what Catherine? i was just gonna like i like as somebody that hears this you could be like how would you believe that but i literally like i'm telling you like again like i would sit there even when I caught the, my guy cheating on me, the, when and I confronted him, it ended up when I was like, "I'm so sorry. You are you are struggling. I should have been there for you." Like I totally get oh God. how they can flip the conversation. It's so crazy. I get it. I, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Okay. okay. So so he goes to bed. Yeah. He goes to bed, and I go through his emails. Of course. And it was like. It was like pouring acid into my eyes. Mm. What? I found out that so there was this speaking engagement that he had in Denmark and he invited me to go with him but I was so early on in my pregnancy and having like so much morning sickness Yeah. and it was like such an intense like it was a, like over 24 hour flight there were two layovers and then when oh. you get there you have to get on this fucking train no and no so no. I talked to my doctor about it. She's like, I really don't think this is a good idea. Like, I would love to go to Denmark. Sure. Of course. I would love to. I can't because I'm carrying your child. Right. right? Do you think so, that he knew that you were you were definitely going to say no? That's why he invited you? Is he asked one of our friends to go with him instead. And I think that he was like, low-key trying to protect himself from himself. Uh, oh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Like, this is my best girlfriend who we lived with for a year. 
and probably his best female friend. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, that person says no or yes or what? No, she says no. She's like, I can't. You gave me like fucking a week's notice. I can't go to dinner. Yeah. That's yeah. insanity. Yeah. And so uh, I found out that he took this girl to Denmark with him and they like went to France. Like they did like a whole fucking like European tour to fuck. Oh, <laughs> European tour to fuck. Oh, shit. Did, did he, uh, this is the San Diego girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Holy um, shit. And you are at home. With his so puking. Yeah. Because you're, up. huh? Like, what? I'm, I'm screenshotting like mad. And okay. I look this girl up. She lives with her boyfriend. I'm looking through these emails and like apparently she had like gone on a cruise a week prior and he had been like spending her fucking money on this cruise like with her boyfriend oh my god does her boyfriend know oh well he did find out from you i hope yeah girl oh my god oh my god okay so you're sitting here pregnant are you in second trimester now at this point no i'm in my first trimester still okay and you're finding all this out holy shit so you're finding out that like a couple months prior he had been in denmark bone in this actually did our pregnancy announcement photos the day before he left for denmark and i look back on those photos and i like i had to delete them all because they just make me fucking sick of course they do of course they do what a psychopath what a psychopath were you when you were looking were you like looking at details like messages pictures what was in these emails there were pictures of her like lingerie pictures wow i mean i couldn't even like i couldn't make it through the messages because i could not stop vomiting like, oh my I, god! They were like very explicit, talking about things that they had done sexually. Oh my god! Uh, about how much he loves her, about he, how he's planning on moving to San Diego to be with her. Meanwhile, here I am, like looking for houses and pregnant and pregnant on top of it. So, I, when he went on these trips, did he call you and say, like, did he act normal? He was in Denmark. I mean, he just blamed it on like international travel. I was like, oh, okay. 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 Wow. Oh my God. So okay. You so you're taking screenshots. You're because you're super smart. All right. So screenshots. I'm sending. I'm emailing everything to myself. Good job. Smart, good job. Smart, good job. Smart. Good job. Wakes up. Sure. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I show like the, you know, the shit on his phone, and he like snatches his phone. And then it gets physical. And like, what? I've never, he's never like, he's never like hit me before. Like, we've been together for, you know, many years. And there have been like moments where he has maybe crossed the line, like when he was drunk and he got a little aggressive. He's never hit me. Mm -hmm. And so he snatches it and like holds me down on the bed and just, I'm like, like, screaming i start screaming and then our chihuahua starts barking and going crazy and what's fucked up is the apartment that we lived in it's mostly like airbnb rentals so there's no one in this apartment complex. oh my god this is terrifying oh my god and so i'm screaming and he's like you need to calm the fuck down like you don't know like what you're doing you're crazy like just like <gasps> telling me that Still- I, uh, you don't know what you're looking at like she like that girl is nothing, like, this, that, and the other. And so I, like, I get up, and I start packing a bag, and I was like, I just have to get out of here 
so, so you get away from him. So he holds you down on the bed, and he—I mean, he, I, I'm not—I I mean, he didn't hit you or anything, right? He, he's hold—he's just holding you down. Yeah. But the still—that's still. But he's huge. He's like six foot four, like a very big man. Yeah, that's yeah. so fucked up. And you're pregnant. This is so fucked up. So you—you you get and a, telling you you're crazy. Yeah, and you don't know what you're looking at. And you, you get all, so you get up, you're able to get away from him physically, right? Yeah. He let me get up and I was like, I just, we need a, a, a night to cool off. Like I just need to go for the night. And so I start packing a suitcase and then he like takes the suitcase from me and starts like putting random shit in there, like stuff that I don't need. Like I'm just trying to get like what I need for the evening. Mm-hmm. And he is like, if you're going to go, then fucking go. <gasps> and I was like, okay, well let me just get the dog. And he was like, you're not taking the fucking dog. Oh my and god. Meanwhile, like the chihuahua is going crazy because like, you know, it's scary for her. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so like that was the moment where I was like, oh my god, I can never have this happen in front of a child. Oh yeah. 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 And so I get her in her crate. I'm like just let me go and he takes me and he pushes me outside of the door and I fall <gasps> like on my stomach like Oh my god. On- like, I had bruises on my knees the next day. I sent a picture of them to him, and I was like, look what you fucking did. And he, like, I fall, and he immediately is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, like, scoops me up, takes me inside. And I'm just so scared at that point because he's never, like, he's never done this before. And, like, I'm, I just think, like, okay, we just need to de-escalate this situation he needs to go to sleep and you need to start planning. Wow. And so I get back in bed with him. He falls asleep and I go outside and I call my best friend, the one that we lived with in Atlanta. And I told her what's going on. And she's like, okay, I'll be down there the next morning. Yeah. So she books her flight. And so when he's at work the next day, I called a couple of my friends down there and I packed up everything in our apartment that I could fit into my SUV. My girlfriend flies down. She gets there like 9 a.m. And then I just leave when he's at work. Wow. So then the two of you just head back to Atlanta. Yeah. This oh. is, I mean, on like best case scenario, I guess, as to how this could have gone. Like you could have, I'm going to cry. I'm, this is so fucked up. Like this I mean, is. It gets worse. Oh my God. But literally like you, I mean, in that moment, like you could have been a statistic, like, yeah, like you're well, and it's crazy because like when you do look at statistics and this is something that I looked up, like a lot of times intimate partner violence starts when you're pregnant and I don't know why. Really? Wow. Like it, it, that's the thing. Really? Wow. That is fascinating and horrifying. Oh my God. And, um, we had a, a therapy session with my therapist, the, the, the one that we had seen for about a year, like mm-hmm. a, a, a phone therapy session. Mm-hmm. And like the way that he described, he was just, I was like, what is going on here? And he was like, I will never be happy 
I know that I will never be happy. And the closest thing that I will ever get to being happy is making you happy and seeing our child happy. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. What, what do you mean? And he was like, I cannot feel feelings the way that most people can feel feelings. <laughs> Holy shit. So he's literally like, this is either the biggest cop out and he saw some documentary about serial killers and you decided I'm going to just go that route and claim I have no feelings or this is for real. What do you think? What, what do you think okay, happened? You know what's fucked up, dude? Like, so my girlfriend that I just mentioned, the one that like came and rescued me. Yeah. She, uh, she called me, uh, I guess this is maybe like six months ago. I had watched the, like, you know, the Zac Efron, um, the Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's yeah. Ted Bundy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw that, I saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, this is really triggering for me because this this reminds me so much of my marriage. Yeah. Okay, that's not a good sign. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not good. That's that's not good. I mean... Holy shit. But, I mean, but even when you say, like, when your therapist was like, I'm questioning my, my ability. skills yeah. because that this person got, like, he's he is... He's not your average. This isn't your average narcissist yeah. that like wants to fool around no. and get as many women as no, he no. can. This is not. Um, no, no. Yeah. And so like I, I watched that documentary and I was like, oh, wow, this is a little, little much for me. But a couple months later, my girlfriend that lives with us called me and she was like, hey, have you seen uh, Zac Efron in this Ted Bundy wow. special? And I was like, yes. And I knew what she was going to say. So other people are recognizing it too. Fuck dude. And so she, you know, said exactly what I was thinking. I was like, ah, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of him. That has to be so validating. But I mean, obviously, this is all horrifying news. But like, that's got to feel so validating to you that someone else saw it. Because after someone gaslights you. After I started, like, letting people know what was going on, people came out of the fucking woodwork. They always do. Story of shit that they had hidden from me. See, people have got to stop doing that. Like, if you, if some, if... If somebody like, and you know, it's a, it's a gut wrenching, it's a ring in your gut. Yeah. Like if you've got a ring in your gut and you're watching somebody that, that, you know, you love significant other, whatever, like you got to say something. You got to tell people, man. you got to tell people. Okay. So here's the thing. And this happened with so many people and I'm talking really intelligent, like well-educated, like these aren't just, you know, stupid fucking girlfriends of mine. Okay, these are people that have known him for longer than me. God. That I have become friends with. Yeah. And it's, it's not their fault. Like, he literally put them in a position of, do I intrude upon this marriage? Do I intrude upon my friend's happiness to let them know something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we've come to this conclusion so many times, too, and in, in so many of these stories, which is a lot of people's feelings are well they're not gonna they're not gonna listen to me anyway they have to figure it out on their own but oh and i wouldn't have listened to them yeah you wouldn't have but it just hearing ended a friendship it would have, it have ended a friendship but unless but think about it tori if you would have heard multiple people over time and not all at once in like an ambush scenario but like multiple people because i'm thinking for our listeners if if somebody knows because here's the thing you could have ended up dead at the bottom of those stairs yeah do you know what i'm saying like, like, like when you're in an unhealthy relationship, 
there's literally nothing. And like, and and in my experience, like, I'm not gonna minimalize it, but he wasn't beating me, right? There are women who are just as smart as me, if not smarter, who end up in these situations. Sure. No, it has nothing to do with intelligence. To get them out of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it has nothing. But I'm just wondering, and now in retrospect, do you feel like if multiple people at different times? would have said the same sorts of things to you. Do you think you would have gotten out earlier? The woman that I am today? Yes. Yes. The woman that I was at the time? No. Okay. All right. Well, that's truthful. That's, I mean, yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. I guess the only silver lining. Yeah. Silver lining. I get like if multiple people did tell you, it would at least have had given you more ammo. Right. It would have like given me pause for thought, but I was just, like my conviction for this marriage and like I mean I just loved him so much yeah of course so I like I centered my life around this well you were fully codependent on this guy because he made it that way so how could you not you were both captive and slash in love yeah so so I mean I, I I don't harbor any resentment for anybody that didn't come forward to me like when shit went down because I understand how convincing he is and like i know at the end of the day they just did not want to hurt me sure sure i I understand i'm just always looking for like what can we teach the people listening you know like what what advice could we give to someone who might think that there's there's something like this is going on in one of their friend's lives you know listen to your gut that's it yeah Yeah, you're right so you said there's more okay so i moved to atlanta i was I mean I was homeless for a couple of months during my pregnancy. Oh, oh my God, this is uh, this is getting crazy. This is the most intense story uh, we've ever gotten. So what we decided is we are going to split this story up into two parts. Right. So we're going to just end it right here uh, and for today. for today because this thing in its entirety is almost two hours long, yeah. um, and we we think it's just too much to take all at one time. Yep. So um, we're going to end this episode here and then our drum roll, please. Our new episodes will be coming out on Thursday. That's right. So, yeah, so you'll hear part two of Tori's story on Thursday. And uh, we might as well announce that, that that's going to be our new um, second day of the week uh, episodes. Episode. Yeah. So that'll usually be where our mini goes, which is just Lace and I talking about ourselves uh, and teasing um the caller for Monday, but in place of the mini mini on Thursday, we're going to do part two of Tori's story, which is literally a, a whole episode. I mean, it itself. is it's epic. A, yeah. So yeah, so this we're going to end this here. Tune back in on Thursday when we release the other half of it. In the meantime, keep on listening to Cheaties. Yes. Uh, follow us online. Call us with your stories too, and it doesn't yes. have to be as 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 wild as Tori's. Uh, I don't see how many more could be. I'm, I mean, I, I literally hope not. Le- I mean, for everyone's health. I mean, maybe for the podcast, yeah, but yeah, yeah, for, yeah. But hey, let take that we, as a challenge. So if you've got yeah. One call Honestly, us <laughs> if this guy sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh my God. If you've been one of uh, one of his many, and I don't even know if at this point in the podcast we've gotten to how many mistresses he had. Yes. But if you've had a run, if you recognize him, uh, this is like unsolved mysteries. Yeah, <laughs> so. <we're about> to- <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, call us. But yeah, in the meantime, call us uh, anytime with your cheating stories. If you're the cheater, the cheaty, or the side piece, give us your tale of tales and leave that voicemail at uh, 888-STABBY-8, which is, Catherine, do you know those numbers yet? Yes, I know numbers. Okay, what are they? It's 888-782-2298. Wow, you knew it. How did you know that? I, I care. Wow, you I really do. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, also, please follow us online. If, if you're listening to us on iTunes or any of the places you can rate us or review us, it takes a second. So just do that. It helps us out. Thank you. Yeah. And how can they follow us? Follow us on Instagram oh. and on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. TD's podcast. Um, find us individually. Uh, I'm at KBiz9-2Zs, obviously. Duh, and I'm at Lace Larrabee. Thank you so much. Tune in on Thursday, which will be our new mini days. But this week, it's going to be the other half of what I love to say, Tori Story. Tori Story. Tori Story. So, yeah, thank you all so much. We love you. Toodles. Bye. That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is doomed.